Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I feel like there's not really all that much to say because now we know the ending, so. Yeah, but we're, okay, were you surprised, happy, sad? Well, you gotta do the okay. intro first. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab, guys. We made it. Taisha slash Claire's finale. Um, Remember Claire? <laughs> I, I kind of forgot that she was a thing. I wish we would have heard from Claire and Dale. I, I must say, let's just say right off the bat that not having an after final rose. Big mistake. Well with me. Yeah, I feel like I don't have closure here. No. I, I not only needed, I would like to see Claire and Dale. I would like to see how they're doing, if they're still together, whatever. I would like to see Tasha and Zach to see how their relationship has progressed. But also you have the classic, like the lead sits down and talks to the people that they broke up with. Like Tasha needs to sit down and confront Ben. Like that's just classic bachelor 101. And the fact that we didn't get that or even get to see them like months after the fact to just kind of see how things have settled now in present day made me feel unsettled. I feel unsettled right now. I don't know. How do you feel? Yes, I completely agree. I kind of, as the time was getting closer and closer to the end, I just was watching the clock going, they're not going to be able to fit in everything that I want I them to fit in into the end of this episode. I want to see how they're doing now. I want footage of their like happy couples. Yeah, trips. we didn't get I've that. been refreshing their Instagram feed. Nothing. We got no stories. We got nothing. And I don't think we will. I'm wondering if maybe like they're not allowed to say anything. I know they're going on maybe like the Today Show or something tomorrow. Or right. like some morning show, but like, um, excuse me, but ABC, I have to work, so I can't like watch morning shows. <laughs> and we need to. Well, this was like the longest proposal I feel like in Bachelor history too, because it yeah, it kept going. Don't even going. get I was me like, started. All right, guys, we get it. I would like to have a conclusion, but I loved the proposal so much. You know that I did, crying. Oh my god. Oh, he. Oh, my heart just felt so warm and fuzzy. Okay, well, so I will – let's backtrack for a second. Because, yeah, back it up. Okay, you know how I felt about Zach C. I was really into him. And I, like I said, I have never been more invested in a Bachelor relationship before because I genuinely really liked both of them and really liked both of them together. Like, I was Team Tasha and Zach C from the beginning – and everyone in my household was as well, like Carrie and Dan, my roommates. And then I came here and today I watched The Bachelor with my mom, my sister, and my brother. And they all had a very different opinion of Zach C. My mom's like whole perspective was she's in lust with Zach C. He is a recovering addict. So that sort of like addictive mentality never goes away and she's like Tasha's just his new drug he's addicted to Tasha, and like that's gonna like fade out I so, so always saw it from a different perspective in that like this is a guy who's like lived a lot of life been through shit hit rock bottom and has had to rebuild himself so he's finally ready for something like this whereas like someone like Ben is not that was always my perspective but like Randy and my sister were on board with that with my mom's perspective as well. And I did not know this was something people thought. 
Yeah. So actually I would wanted to bring this up. So this is not me throwing shade at your mom whatsoever. Cause I've heard this from other people as well. So what I'm hearing about Zach C is people have this concern that, Oh, like his, his like happy times are going to be really happy, but his low times are going to be really low. And I just think like people don't understand like what like addiction is and like this whole idea that to be so bold, to be able to say like, yes, I was addicted to whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a recovering addict. Yes, I'm sober. To be able to sit there and say that. And then people put this thing on you of like, oh, well, for the rest of your life, like you, this, like you're messed up right. for the rest of your right. life. Like first and foremost, hi, we're all messed up. No matter what your problem is, totally. every single one of us is messed up. And two, like people who are sober are actually like people who really are serious about their sobriety and actually are sober have it a lot more together than the rest of us because they don't use substances to numb their feelings like the rest of us do that. And a lot more of us are addicted to substances than anyone would care to admit. So those people have the courage to admit it. Like I just, and this is not at your mom at all because I literally, no, I mean, I said the same thing. I was like, Gina, multiple times already today. She is a therapist. Like watching any bachelor show with her, she's always like in the psycho analysis. Like she thinks she's so smart and has lived so much life right compared to all these youngins so she she thinks she knows everything I totally understand where that perspective comes from because I think that's how our society portrays people who are addicts but like when I think about the people who like in my life that I look up to so much I think of people like Glennon Doyle Brene Brown both both recovered alcohol recovering alcoholics Mm -hmm. both sober completely sober like so successful like Brene Brown is one of is the wisest woman in this entire universe in my opinion um like so emotionally intelligent so I don't think that that is really an argument against Zaxi personally totally I mean it seems like you agree I I do agree with you but you know time will tell I guess you just like never know I I think you know Tasha's hesitations in that like in that bachelor bubble, it's very easy to feel feelings incredibly strongly. So, you know, who knows what will happen in the real world, but, um, I, I don't know. I I liked it. (laughs) Like I was rooting for Zaxi the whole time. And I think he, yeah, he just treats Tasha in a way that none of those guys could ever have treated her. Like everyone loved Ben and, and like, you know, I had made the argument early on that Ben is more compatible with her lifestyle. So I thought apparently she wants to move to New York. Like, we'll see. But Ben could never have given her that kind of love at this point in his life. He's just not ready. No, I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, obviously I was rooting for B money in the sense that like, I just really liked him, but when he went home, when he went home last night, I was like, yep, this makes sense. Thank you for being like having the emotional intelligence to know that you're not ready for this. Well, that's the thing is honestly, like amazing moment. I gave him a lot of credit in that moment for being like, I like you and care about you, but like, I'm not ready for this and can't give you what you need. As opposed to Ben, low key, not really like doing the work to get to that point. He's just like convincing himself that he can. And it's like, well, I think you need to get there, my dude. Yeah. So I thought that was a good moment for B-Money, all things considered. Yeah, I completely agree. But I love that it was Zach in the end. I just think that the two of their... I I just think that they have undeniable chemistry. Mm -hmm. They make each other laugh so hard. And 
I just think their ability to just have fun, that is important. That's so yeah. important because life is hard. And if you can't laugh and be silly and kind of let go with the person that you're with, like they seem to really have that, like the emotional piece and they seem to have the physical chemistry and they seem to have the friendship. Like they have all the things that make a really successful relationship. Yeah. Now, of course, this is The Bachelor. So time will tell. But when the women do tend to have better success rates. So that gives me a little bit yeah. more hope. I feel like what we're going to see with them just speculating is we're going to see more of like a Rachel Lindsay, Jojo kind of vibe. Even Caitlin Bristow with Sean, I mean, they were together for three years before they broke up. Like, I think we're going to see like a long-term dating situation, not necessarily a rush to the altar because yeah. Tasha kind of seemed hesitant. And I think as the bachelorette, you have to know like in the moment, okay, I can make the choice to say yes to this proposal, but it doesn't mean I have to get married tomorrow. Totally. Yeah. And I think that is where they are at. Sorry. I'm like still refreshing Instagram. I'm like, how come they haven't posted a no, couple pic yet? And you I'm absolutely getting scared. Should. I'm like, guys, I, I, I don't know. I just like need the confirmation that they're still together and that they're happy and Tasha's moving to New York. I need to know these things. I know. I agree. Right. Well, cause part of me, but they would. Okay. But here's my thing though. Like yeah. they wouldn't have left it like that if something were to have happened after and now they're broken up. Like they would have had to have addressed that. Right. Or at least teased that if you tune into this at this time, you will see us address this. Yeah. Like a truck. Well, speaking of that, I feel like, I don't know if you felt this way with the, with the whole episode. And I guess last night too, this was one of the first times in a while where I couldn't really get a sense of what the bachelor producers were trying to make me think like the overarching narrative. I feel like went back and forth a lot. Like in the very beginning when Ben came back and like, she kissed him, I was like, Oh my God, Zach C. Oh no. Oh no. Because it felt like they were setting up this narrative for it to be more of Ben's story. And I feel like they, they switched a lot. And like, to the point where me and my sister are really good at analyzing this stuff. I think we're really in tune to like, Oh, how they're framing certain things and what they're frank inviting and what they're showing, what they're not showing. What are they leaving in? What are they cutting out? And they had like, I was on a roller coaster of emotions the whole two hours. It was rough. Yeah. Even in, even in the last 10 minutes. I mean, I think Tasha in her speech to Zach had the longest pause in television history. And I know they always have a dramatic pause, but I was like, <laughs> like, I, know, I, I thought for a second she was maybe breaking up with him. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Right. Because we but, saw her whew. crying in that dress in the previews and I'm sitting there going, okay, there's 15 minutes left of this. And there's only one person left. She sent Ben home and right. she just looks too sad for it to be this simple. Like it can't be this simple. A lot yeah. of people on Twitter are trying to say that she didn't really want to be with Zach. A lot of people don't seem really? to like him. Yes. Well, yeah. I, Weird. I'm finally realizing that, like, as I get more into the internet. Also, a lot of people from work don't like him. So I, I did think not think that this is a controversial heck. opinion. He is a bit intense, though. Like, yes, definitely. I could see how in maybe a different light, if you were maybe Team Ben from the beginning, that his intensity could be, like, a little off-putting because I think there were times where even I was like okay dude like you're just saying like words that don't necessarily like mean anything like especially when he was talking to Tasha's dad it was just like a lot of like love jargon I'll call it like I feel like people do this at work all the time where it's like wow you just said 17 words to create a sentence that could have just been like 
three, like you're just over speaking to like convince the person that you're speaking to that you like know what they're talking. Like you're trying, when you're trying to convince people of something, I feel like you use more words to get your point mm-hmm. across. And even Randy was like, okay, he's full of shit. Like he didn't say anything right there. So see, I actually I liked the speech that he gave her dad because I think it showed that he really listened to what she said, at least in that moment, like the speech where she talked, he talks about how much her dad has meant to him, has meant to her in her life and how mm-hmm. he wants to be that for her and their future children. I felt like really, well, one, like people always love to be gassed up. So like excellent butt yeah. kissing. Yeah. And two, it showed that he was listening to her. But I don't know. I also have a soft spot for him. I think he's a weirdo. I think he doesn't play the game. I don't think he's like a standard Bachelor Nation contestant, whereas Ben is. Ben yeah. is 100% classic, like classically good looking, Does really into fitness, has a big social media following already, very into it. Like, I, I you know, lives in California, all that. No shade to any of sure. that. But he is the standard of what we've come to expect from contestants on The Bachelor. I don't think that Zach fits that mold. And people feel uncomfortable when they can't fit people into a box. Totally. Well, but that's why I like him so much. And that's yeah. why I believe him and I trust him. Because – I don't think he really, cares. He does, he does not, not care. <laughs> like, have you seen his Instagram feed? That is not – this is an Instagram feed of a boy who does not care. That is not curated at all. It's like, like – to the point where it's ugly. Right. And you know what? I don't mind that at all. Yeah. Because that makes me trust him because he's not just here for the clout. I agree. What did you think of- Maybe I'll be fooled. Who knows? What did you think of Ivan? I feel like we have have to backtrack a little bit and- and, um, I know. Let me look at my notes, see what else I had written down. I think- Well, one, I just think that they did Ivan dirty- with he had to go first with the trailer with the I know ice the trailer bath. was so bad. It was just so all awkward. I think that Ivan was just too nice for Tasha. I think that they were friends, but they just didn't have that kind of that chemistry. They seemed comfortable, they seemed friendly, but they just didn't have that kind of like fire. Totally. That's how I felt as well that it at the end of the day was more just friend vibes. Meanwhile, Gina, who thinks she, I don't know why. I love this. Gina's a divorce lady. Like why does she think she's an expert on relationships? I don't know. But, um, she's like, Ivan is the whole package. Like she should be with Ivan. And if she dumps Ivan, Jackie, like you should go on the bachelor and you should date (laughs) Ivan. And I'm like, she's so into Ivan. And I just, I never saw it. Like, and the whole time she's like, well, it could be Ivan. It could be Ivan. Me and Lauren are just like, it absolutely in no world is ever Ivan. Like Read the room. Like, come on. How long have you been watching this show, Gina? It will you be know. Ivan for someone, and she will be very lucky. But it was it was not Ivan yeah. for Tasha. nor would it be Ivan for me. I just – he really is the total package on paper, but that's the problem, right? Like, he has a lot of things together, but I just feel like if you put me in a room with him, I would be like, okay, I don't know what else to talk to you about. <laughs> he doesn't seem that, like, no. fun or funny. Like, there's n- – He's not really like he's kind of yeah. dull and boring. Like, like he's he's very smart. My mom let me know today he's some sort of yes. aeronautical engineer yes. or something. So he's smart, very sweet. Um, seems to be like really family oriented. Wants a family, whatever. But yeah, I like I don't think they ever like cracked a joke together ever once. 
And that's important to me. Like you have to be able to hang. Or like they did. Like, I mean, remember their like pillow fight? We talked about their pillow fight. If you, I just. Oh oh my God. That feels like. I feel like if you put their pillow fight next to Zaxi and Tasha in the fountain or jumping on the bed after, like, it's just not the same. Like it just, the fire's not there. No, it's not. It just wasn't it. So I feel bad for him. I think he's going to do very well in Paradise, Bachelor Nation, and beyond. The people love him. Well, and the good thing is, though, like, I think he will, he'll be, he was probably very upset when, when he got home and everything, but he'll be able to watch back the season and be like, oh, I can see how the connection here was stronger. Like, we both only ever said falling in love. We never said I love you. Neither of them did. And I think he'll be able to be like, mm, yeah, I think that maybe was totally right agreed. Fit. The only thing that I was upset, not even upset, but I just wish that we had gotten to see was when she finally sits down to break up with him. She gives the reason as religion, yeah. totally fair and justified. If your values don't align in that, if that's something important to you as a reason to break up. But obviously that conversation happened off screen in the fantasy suite. So mm-hmm. it just was frustrating as a viewer because you're like, I want to know what the disagreement was. Yeah, I wanted What to did know he that say too. about religion that was such a deal breaker for you that you wouldn't want to be with him anymore? And it's just, I was thinking about it earlier and it was, it's just so funny to me because <laughs> the conversations we saw, addiction, mental health, depression, uh, eating disorders, right? Like family drama, all of that on film religion to taboo must happen in the fantasy suite. Like, what is that about? Why can't we have those conversations on camera? We'll get it one day. I mean, it, the bachelor progresses <laughs> at a very slow rate. We know that we're already getting some more personal conversations right. on screen. I think that's the best we can ask for slash. Maybe that was something they chose to discuss only off screen. Um, yeah. Cause I'm very curious if like Ivan was, if they both were religion were religious, but maybe their religions like were different or one wasn't religious. Well, I think Tasha is religious. So I think maybe Ivan totally wasn't yeah. religious. I think um, that that might be what it, that's, that's my inference. Like that's what I'm guessing. But I also thought it was interesting. I mean, Hannah B was very flashy about her religion. Like that was like upfront, very religious. I feel like Tasha hasn't really talked about it. So to then turn around mm-hmm. and have it as a reason why she let him go, I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it must have been something like a super stark difference there. Yeah, I'm nosy, and I think I I deserve to know because I've invested a lot of time. I know. So I know. Now I'm like thinking more about it because I mean I could see Zach being religious, especially after being a recovering addict thing. Ben Army, yeah. Right. Who knows? I don't know. We never will. The memes of Brendan on the rings date, this is just like a random comment, but the memes <laughs> that came out of that truly sent me. I don't know where they sent me, but it was they were hilarious. That poor guy. I know. They kind of sabotaged 150% sabotaged him. I'm assuming that they realized that he wasn't the one for her, and then they were like, okay, let's make this funny. Well, that's what I'm wondering is because the editing was so strange, like even at one point they had – Tasha saying like that she thought Brendan was going to be the one for her, um, which although we never saw those words come out of her mouth exactly, we saw it off screen. So I, I'm a little skeptical if that was said in that exact context. But I wonder if the editing was so like roller coastery because it was so obviously Zach from the beginning, and they needed to kind of make us think that other people were in the mix. Because once it started getting to the end 
of this episode, or at least the second half of it, I was like, there's no way in the world Ben is even a contender. They didn't even have a fantasy suite. They didn't even get off camera time. Like they are so far behind. She's literally saying, I love you to Zach, but they kind of edited it in a way where I questioned that narrative and was like, wait, maybe it is. They're so, brilliant. Those, those bachelor producers and editors. Really Absolutely are. brilliant. All right. Like, I mean, I feel like I've said everything I need to say. I'm happy at Zach. I want to know what's happening now. I need their Instagrams to be posted right this second. I need to see an- I know. Wait, let me refresh Just give it a a shot. I need to see interviews with them. So I'll be watching, I guess, after they're on the morning talk shows tomorrow. I'll be watching the videos. And I truly wish them the best. I think that this could be really great for them and I hope they don't mess it up. (laughs) Yeah. And I hope to see them in New York. And if they ever break up, Zaxi, call me. I also live in New York. So. Look at that. Although, oh wait, one more thing though. Actually, give two me a mom. First thing, first thing. So Zach is sober as of nine years, meaning I assume that he does not drink any alcohol That's whatsoever. Usually what that means. Um, but I've seen him several times holding alcohol. I guess never like putting it to his lips, and I and. On one hand, I was, I was, I mentioned this while we were watching and my mom's like, yeah, but you never see him actually drink it. Like he's holding it like, cause everyone else is holding it. Um, or it could be apple cider. Like you don't know. Um, so yeah, but then I remember Madison from Peter season. Also Peter Harrison, or Peter Harrison, what the fuck is that guy? Harrison was <laughs> that guy mentioned like later on in an interview, like Madison did not drink for whatever reason. And I never once saw her hold a glass of alcohol. And I'm like, was that a personal choice? Was that something that, not that this even mattered. I don't know. This is something I think about because honestly, I don't know if this says a lot more about me. If someone was sober, I think that would be a deal breaker for me. I don't think I could marry someone Interesting. Like because I don't know. I think it's more just, I think uh, maybe I'll grow out of it, but like the social activities that I like now mm-hmm especially in COVID times, I'm like, I cannot wait to like go to a bar or something with friends or But just because somebody's sober doesn't mean they don't go to bars or they don't go to social outings. That's true. Um, so maybe I'm being a little too, I would, I would encourage you to look more deeply at what, like, at what you like, what is the purpose of alcohol in life then? Like what, like, do you need alcohol to be social and to do those things? Or is that just what goes along with it sometimes. I don't, I don't feel that I do, but even like, I feel like when I am in a relationship or dating someone, a lot of what we like do together is like, Oh, like let's make dinner and have wine or so it would bother you if somebody out, else which, didn't drink while you were drinking. While we, if we were like making dinner together. Yeah. That would bother me. I, it wouldn't bother me though. If we were like going out to dinner and you know, if like I got a cocktail and they didn't like, that's fine. I don't know. There's something, there's something social about drinking, obviously like drinking is a social activity. And in a couple, you are just the two of you so often that I think there would be a lot of times where I was like drinking alone when I would like, wouldn't want to be drinking alone. Cause I'm with someone else. I don't know. Is that, is that a me problem that I should look more? I mean, into? I think yes, but you know, I've spent a lot of time this year and <laughs> of my life, but this year, especially just examining my relationship with alcohol. So I would say, yes, look at that more closely because the real question is, well, why do you drink? Like, what is the purpose for it? Why do you need somebody else to be doing it with you? I don't know. I would say I'm not, but I don't, because I have, like, I also will go home at the end of the day. And if like, I want to have a glass of wine, I have a glass of wine and like, 
I because I, I know you do. do. I know. Drink alone. I, if you don't, <laughs> but but it's like if I'm with someone and we're. Go- I think it's more like if I'm with someone and we're either making dinner or out to dinner and we're gonna like share an experience, which to me, food and alcohol in that like is an experience. I feel like that's part of the experience that I'm doing on my own. I don't know if that it makes, makes sense. sense. No, I totally hear what you're saying. And I think a lot of people would agree with you. I just ha- have been trying to challenge myself to really like, think about like, well, why is like, why, like, why do I think that way? Like what, like why? Um, I think yeah. if somebody is, and it also de- really depends on the person also, because you have people who are totally. sober who avoid situations like that, and that's how they are. Um, and even thinking about, like, you brought up Maddie versus Zach, right? Every person who is sober has a different way that they handle it and go about it. So for Maddie, totally. maybe it's she doesn't, she cannot, she won't even put it in front of her because that's how she is. Maybe Zach, that what he does is. Because plenty of people who are sober will go to a bar and order something that looks like a drink and walk around with it. I've done it. So everybody around you thinks that you're drinking, but you're not. Because let me tell you, as someone who just only does sober January, people are so judgmental about not drinking, like mean. Because I think when you don't drink, it automatically makes people subconsciously start to think about their own themselves and they feel judged. When I just didn't drink for 30 days, the amount of people that were like, well, why? Well, why? well that, that's like, like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I didn't ask you to do that. I didn't ask anybody to do it with me. It was a decision I made right. for myself. Like, why does totally. me doing that make other people feel like I'm expecting that of them? So I just, and obviously that's a tiny, tiny experience. I'm, I don't have nine years of sobriety, yeah. but that's just, it's, I just think it's really interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Cause on one hand, what you're saying makes total sense. And I don't think like if we were at a bar and you were like, yeah, I'm just like not drinking tonight for whatever reason. I don't think that would bother me at all. Like go absolutely off and we would still have an amazing fun time. Um, but then there's something on the other hand where I'm like, I feel not all the time, but sometimes drinking is just about like having a shared experience and like, whether it's, you know, with food or just like getting a little silly and like having jokes. And so like, if you're the only one having that experience, it can feel just like isolating. But I'm also someone who drinks alone right. as well. So I don't really I don't think I don't have it. an answer. I just I think it's a very interesting topic. I think it's an interesting thing to think about. And I think Yeah. I think the more that people talk about it, the the less taboo it will become and the more totally. just of yeah. a comfortable thing that it will be, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think we should all be questioning like why we're doing the things that we're doing and just like I feel like we grow up in such a normalized like college experience where drinking in an unhealthy amount is so normalized that you get to be an adult and you're like, wait a second, this is like not how normal adults behave. Why am I still doing this? So yeah. All right. Well, this is not Anyways, you could cut this out. (laughs) Alcohol, alcohol sobriety discussion podcast. But in case anyone was interesting on my interested on my thoughts, I don't really know where I stand on it. And yeah, initially I'm like, mm, maybe that's a deal breaker. I should probably re-examine that. But let me know what you guys think. Is that a deal breaker for you? Because I think there's a lot of different levels to this. Absolutely. I just think it's something interesting to think about. All right, well, do you have a rose yeah. and thorn? All right, thorn is to whatever producers did not book the after the final rose. I don't. What's annoying to me is on one hand, if they were to say like, oh, it's because of the pandemic, we couldn't do this 
live thing, or even like a thing that we pre-taped three days ago, just because it was too complicated flying people in and then having them quarantine. Like we couldn't do it because of the pandemic. I'd be okay with it. But why did we get a stupid men tell all and not an after the final rose? That's what I am not understanding why that was important to do as opposed like, to this. Cause I hate the, men the very least they could have given us like a zoom call. I know they could have done it. I like, I still have not been able to confirm that they're even it is, still together. It is suspicious. Point. It's highly suspicious. I, that was a great thorn. Who's your rose? Um, my rose is to Tasha's dad because I think he definitely, bet- with the relationship, I think it showed that he was like just a good dad and like really supportive of her in the right ways and, you know, was a protective dad and making sure she was making smart de- decisions but also was – trusting her. And I just think, you know, the concerns that he brought up were valid and she definitely respected his opinion. And, you know, I just thought that was a nice little dynamic. That was beautiful. Um, I'm going to give my rose. I'm just going to give it to Zach and Tasha. I hope they're still together. I wish them the best, their speeches and their proposal to each other. I haven't been that like moved by an episode of The Bachelor or Bachelorette since Sean and Catherine got engaged, which was a long time ago. Wow. Like it was just so beautiful. I'm such a sucker for a beautiful proposal and a, an amazing speech. And I don't even care if it's scripted. I just love a good speech. And my thorn and this was, will be a good segue for us. My thorn is going to go to all the women of Matt James's season because I had to watch mm. just one minute of a trailer and I already hate them all and I'm annoyed. Yeah. Wait, let's talk about this for one hot second because it leads right into us signing off. Like next time we speak to you guys, we will be on Matt James's season, which we've been waiting for for a long time, but I hate already it. hate it. I'm kind of like, I'm like, you. I don't know if I want to, yeah. wa- I don't know if I want to watch it. That's how annoyed I yeah. am already because you, it's going to be just that's the same old, i mean the promo looked pretty stupid like nothing classic trash from like a yeah. couple yeah be, like there was no even like good teaser like you know w- with colton we get the fence jump like with every season we get like some moment where you're like oh shit like i wonder what what that is like what happens there because all we see is like matt james crying a couple times and then just like the girls being mean, mean. And I'm just – And that's really what I think it's going to be. I don't even think we're going to see a love story here. Like, I know. I just don't know if I really – I, I really – you remember me during Peter's season. <laughs> I really had a hard time yeah. watching the women be so mean to each other, and I truly don't know if I can make it through another season of them being so mean to each other. I just – I can't support that. Like, I'm sorry. You're allowed yeah. to, like, have a bad day and, like, you know, kind of be a bitch for a second. But, no, just to be, like, generally horrible to all other women is not – no longer acceptable. It's 2021 practically. And I think a lot of that has to do with, like, I – like, who the lead – like, who the lead is really sets the tone for the season in so many ways. And I just don't think Matt wants a relationship literally at all. Like, throw out marriage at all like he doesn't even want to be in a committed relationship like this is for clout and clout only so i know ugh. that's how i feel major ugh how are you all feeling about matt james this season i know a lot of people are excited because he's hot but eh. but looks can only get you so far yeah because then ben was hot and look where that got know, him so sweetie though I'd rather see Ben, honestly. Yeah, no, we wish the best for Ben, of course. He'll be on Par- He's Him and, like, Hannah Ann will, like, get together on Paradise and be a cute little California Oh, 100%. Couple. Yes. Love that for them. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in and supporting us. And 
have a happy and safe holiday and anything see else. you next year see you next year follow us on instagram at bachelor blab and me at jackie maroney underscore and and erin's reading account at mcnaught reading and guys we are going to have a new instagram for you to be able to follow my new puppy that i'm picking up tomorrow i don't have a name for her yet so handle is tbd but i have a tentative placeholder which i will not tell you about but i'll post about it when i get her which is tomorrow. Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. AKA like today when, when this podcast probably comes up. I know, I'm so excited Gotcha too. day. So on that note, I'm getting a puppy. Okay, okay. bye. <laughs>